Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For especially from his time in Miami when he was dealing with the Marlins and they were trying to figure that out. You might know David from Nothing Personal with David Sampson. CBS Sports does a fantastic job. And right now, he is on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. David, thank you so much for joining us again. How are you? Hi, David. Hey, guys. How you doing today? We are doing good. We're a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover here. But right before the <laughs> Super Bowl in Cleveland, there was a lot of talk, and I'm not sure if you're 100% up to speed on it or not, but um, the Haslam Group, uh, has the right to purchase about 170 plus acres near the Cleveland uh, Hopkins Airport, and that would just take them seriously. Like they could throw a rock into the city of Cleveland proper uh, for where Burke Park is for that. But now we're talking about another stadium issue here in Cleveland. Um, just your thoughts. Anytime someone says to you, "Hey, new stadium, city," oh man, I went through this in Miami. What went through? What goes through? What goes through your mind? So I actually just touched on this on uh, today's Nothing Personal, and I talked about Cleveland because not just Cleveland, but there's so many cities and areas trying to get new stadiums, whether it's Chicago with the Bears or the White Sox and now Cleveland. What fascinated me about what Haslam is doing, because it's, it's really the new way of getting deals done. You buy a bunch of property the way the Bears did in Arlington, you look to develop it with hotels and commercial and retail because that money does not count as local football revenue or local baseball revenue. And all of these, these deals become real estate plays. And so what you do is you pit one area against another. And in my day, I would pit a city against Miami, Vegas, Portland, San Antonio, Nashville, whatever it may be. And now you're actually pitching counties against each other in the same area, like what's happening with Chicago. And the reason why you have to do that is there's so many different ways to get financing, both from the state and then locally, that I understand why it's happening in Cleveland. But by no means what I say from the release that, that we saw the other day, it is not a done deal. There's no real financing plan in place. And a lot of owners like to make premature announcements. We saw it with Sternberg and Tampa announcing a deal done. Even John Fisher in Oakland, in Vegas, saying it's done in Vegas. And it turns out that deals aren't fully done at all. So uh, I think there's a long way for you guys to go in Cleveland. Yeah, I do think that the Cleveland story is a little bit interesting, too, because I don't know that the Browns were ready to roll with that either. There was a blog that started it. The Browns have, have said nothing Prior to last week, they had said nothing other than we are 100% committed to staying with the downtown uh, rebuilding of the stadium because the stadium, the, the lease is, is coming up here pretty soon. So they've got to figure it out. So I, I don't know, like when you say this, some of this does seem like posturing. Um, be, I, I don't know, just and to maybe gauge public opinion a little bit. Yeah, trial balloons are a pretty popular thing to do just to start getting, start leaking a little bit of information out there. And keep in mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think the Haslam's are also looking for money to renovate where the Browns play now. Yes. And then on top of that, look to get money for a new stadium down the line. So when you're looking for two sets of public-private financing, you really 
have to tread carefully because it's quite a minefield. Not sure if that's what they're looking for, David, or if they're trying to if they're trying to just position themselves to build a new one. Is there any way you would sink big money into an existing stadium that's twenty some odd years old and was not state of the art the minute it was built? No, unless it unless it were one of those stadiums like Fenway or Wrigley or or even Chavez Ravine somewhere or Lambeau Field as an example. I don't have the feeling, and again, I'm in New York, so you'll correct me if, if there's something about where the Browns play that makes it just historic and people have an emotional attachment to it that goes generation to generation. My the, view the is only thing, 20 David, years. The only thing is it sits next to the lake. That's the only attachment. The building itself has no attachment. And so that's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's always nice when, when good location and good views and things like that. But at the end, what the owner's looking for above all are different revenue streams or increased revenue streams, the ability to charge more per ticket and get more people there paying more. So I'm not sure that there is any sort of attraction. I mean, if you look at the demographics for football versus baseball, it's just totally different. You can pretty much put a football stadium anywhere and people will come eight to ten times a year plus playoffs. Location for a baseball ballpark is obviously much more important because there's so many more games. You know, we you know, and we look at this the football situation here in Cleveland, and I mean, I'm kind of wondering when you're in Miami. Like, I, I just remember, oh, I don't know, we're covering the Indians in Miami, and those were like the worst rainstorms in the history of rainstorms when we have a rain delay down there uh, when they first started interleague. And I'm like, man, this place needs a roof. And then you look at Cleveland. And we look at what's going on with the Browns where they really, I mean, they use the stadium probably less than 20 times a year. And when you were going through what you were going through in Miami, uh, just talk about the the stadium itself and how important it was to have, you know, retractable roof in Miami. Knowing, I just like, I can't, those downpours down there are so bad. They're, they're worse than any snowstorm we could ever have here. Yeah, it was quite something. So we knew that we needed to have a roof because, Baseball, as you know, is such a game of routine. And in in Miami, when we played a pro player where the Dolphins still play, now it's called Hard Rock Stadium, the players could never get into routines because we'd cancel batting practice. So there'd be a 45-minute rain delay. And the the government always used to tell us during negotiation, but David, you don't get a lot of rain out. That's true. In Miami, it rains hard, but then it can stop, and you eventually get a game in. We had very few actual rainouts, but it was really the, the routine for the players and the comfort for the fans, and it was as much for heat and climatization as it was for rain. But put those two together, and for minute one in Miami, we said you have to have a retractable roof. That's why I sort of laughed when I looked at the Vegas renderings and you can't fit a roof on nine acres the way they're claiming they're going to do on the strip at the site of the Tropicana. But Vegas is a perfect example. It's not that it rains, but the heat of the summer, there is no chance that you can build without climatization in Vegas. So you really do have to look at the weather. But I think for football, as long as you have indoor spaces for your highest paying people, like where, where suites have the ability to be indoors and there's a lot of club areas where the seats are outside, but you can go inside to either get warm, get food, just have some sort of cover. You know, I don't believe that, that you need that money for a roof uh, in Cleveland for a football stadium. And I think that those areas in cities that do take roofs for football stadiums are using them for way more than 20 events. So one of the things you're going to read in Cleveland for sure 
is that this new stadium that they want is not just for Browns football. They're going to want other events. They're going to want to make it a major stop for not just concert tours, but also for, for trade shows and for even bidding for, I mean, this sounds crazy, but bidding for final four March madness, bidding for super bowls, all sorts of things that you would want to use that stadium for if they decide to go the roof route. David Sampson joining us. Nothing personal with David Sampson, CBS Sports, former president of the Miami Marlins. David, when you built your stadium, it's a, it's a major undertaking. We all know that. If, uh, if the information I saw today is correct, and I saw it in a couple of places, there are only three stadiums in the NFL that were built with private funds. Uh, SoFi was, was one of the key ones, and Gillette Stadium in New England as well, and there was one other. Is there any way that this stadium, if there were to be something new built in Cleveland, is built with private funds. Is that feasible for an NFL owner these days, or is it clearly something that taxpayers are going to end up having to foot the bill for, at least a great big portion of it? Well, there's something in the middle. The answer, quick answer is no. I don't believe there will be a privately funded, fully privately funded deal in Cleveland. However, it doesn't always have to be the taxpayers. So in Miami, we use tourist tax money which was money, you know, when you check into a hotel and you see that, you know, 4.7% for this and an extra $20 for that. So there's all sorts of different ways to raise money from, from visitors and tourists, et cetera. And I think that when you look at the deal in Buffalo, they did use a ton of both state money and local money. And it's, it's hard to say there's tourist money, quote unquote, in Buffalo. But there's also a but-for situation that I do think exists in Cleveland, which is but for a new stadium in Cleveland, you've seen the, the football team disappear before. It's going to happen again. There's certain cities where that doesn't work as well because the, the view of the government is, ah, the team's never really going to leave here. And my view always was, no, no, it really could happen. It's happened before, and it, and it will happen again. So I, I don't think it will be privately built. I do think it will be both public money and money from the NFL. And when you say SoFi, I should point out, when you say private money, a lot of that money came from a program that the NFL has where the NFL lends money to the owner to help build the stadium. There's a huge capital availability under something called the G4, which just means a bunch of money available for teams to use to to build ballparks because it's just not feasible for one person, one family, one ownership group to build a building like that. Because the costs right now, when we built Marlins Park, we did it on time on budget for $515 million. It's hard to build anything for under a billion right now. And a new stadium in Cleveland, I'm going to tell you, is going to be probably close to a billion and a half, if not more. And I just, there is no private person who's going to do that. Yeah, it's funny because the numbers that, that seem to be floating around here is it's a billion to renovate what they have now, and you're looking at um, you know upwards of $2.5 billion if you want to have a retractable roof here in Cleveland. So that's, I mean, that's just kind of the, the numbers that have been floating around. But before we let you go, just your thoughts on baseball season coming up here. How excited are you? I mean, I'm pretty pumped. I, when we start hearing pitchers and catchers are reporting, it makes me realize this cold air is going to be gone pretty soon. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So that's the greatest thing about the end of the Super Bowl is that it means baseball's coming and then you see you know, the Dodgers and Padres have already reported because they start the season in Korea on March 20th and everybody else starts reporting tomorrow and on Thursday. And my favorite part about the beginning of spring training is no matter how much I think we're probably going to stink, you're still tied for first place and you still have the hope that, that, that maybe this year you'll outperform expectations and could be last year's Arizona Diamondbacks. You just always think it's going to be you. And, of course, reality sets in somewhere around, if you're lucky, you know, September, but often July. And if you really are not going well, it can happen as early as May. But right now, uh, you know, the world's your oyster. And when you see pitchers, catchers, and then the full team report, you just look around and say, you know what? We're not so bad. And I'll tell you, in Cleveland, you guys have found ways to keep your winning windows open longer than most teams. And that's the sign of just a really good front office because every team goes through ups and downs and, and open and closed windows. But the key is to keep the open window open as long as possible. And the Guardians do that better than most. David, as always, you know, we love talking to you. Nothing personal with David Sampson. Uh, you can always catch him there, CBS Sports. Uh, and then make sure you ch- check him out on X right now, David P. Sampson, too, as well. We always appreciate the wisdom that you bring to the broadcast for us here today. Thank you, David. David, thank you. Hey, have a great day. Thank you. You, you too. David Sampson on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Huh. What do you think he had to say about the new stadium or the possibility of a new stadium? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 